Well, we're continuing on in the Westminster Shorter Catechism. This evening we're at the Ninth Commandment. We're looking at question and answer 76 to 78. You can find that in the back of the hymnal, beginning there on page 973. 973. Question 76, we'll read down through question uh, 78. Question 76, which is the ninth commandment? The ninth commandment is, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Question 77, what is required in the ninth commandment? The ninth commandment requires the maintaining and promoting of truth between man and man, and of our own and our neighbor's good name, especially in witness-bearing. What is forbidden in the Ninth Commandment? The Ninth Commandment forbids whatsoever is prejudicial to truth or injurious to our own or our neighbor's good name. Christians are lovers of truth. That's really the heart of the Ninth Commandment. Christians are men and women who must love and contend for the truth. And ultimately, that's because our triune God is truth. Truth is an attribute of God. And so all truth is derived from Him as our Creator. And conversely, our chief enemy, the devil, is a liar and has been the liar-in-chief since the beginning. And all intentional untruth is derived from or patterned after the work of the devil. Now, this commandment first pointed to the courtroom. If Israel was to live as a distinct people and, and reflect the values of their covenant God, who is truth, then their public interactions had to be grounded in truth. So it was a great moral evil to bear false witness or give untrue testimony against your neighbor. And our own court system picked up on this and demands that witnesses in legal proceedings tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Proverbs 14.5 says it this way, A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. And we're called to be true witnesses. And of course, this extends beyond the courtroom. This command to be men and women who love the truth is, is to extend to all of life. We, we owe God to speak the truth, and we owe our neighbor love. And so we owe it to them to speak truth to them. And truthfulness, like all of God's moral law, is grounded in concrete expressions of love. Again, first to God, and then to neighbor. And that's why the Catechism reminds us that a thorough understanding of the Ninth Commandment requires us to maintain and promote truth. You may have noticed the language there, man to man. Well, we could say person to person. People cannot live together without a measure of trust, and trust can only be fostered where there's truth-telling. That's one of the bits of mayhem that we're experiencing in our culture. That's why there's so much hostility toward our government and civil leaders. A great many of our fellow citizens believe the government has squandered their trust by not being truthful. 
And of course, moving from the government, the more intimate the relationship that we experience, the more important this principle becomes. If we're going to love to the full in marriages, in families, in churches, in our communities, various levels of trust are required, and trust won't flourish unless truth flourishes. So we maintain and promote truth man to man or person to person. But we also maintain and promote truth in regards to our good name and the good name of our neighbor. This is why you see so many biblical exhortations against slander, gossip, backbiting, because those things are a direct attack on someone's name. And when a person engages in slander or gossip or backbiting, it actually ends up saying more about their heart than the person they're talking about. And this doesn't mean we shouldn't warn people when there are real dangers or we shouldn't expose wrongdoing and the like. But those things have to be grounded in a love for truth and a longing for God's glory, not a nosy or bitter disposition. In the end, Christians are truth lovers because we love and want to reflect Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life, John fourteen six, and the one faithful and true witness, Revelation three fourteen. Let's continue praising the Lord now, standing to sing uh, number 288, 288. 